Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And you know what? I'm still pretty positive, Chuck Mockler. Hey, uh, <laughs> you're waking up to a world where the Clippers are fourth in the Western Conference. Oh, and, yeah. You know, things could be a lot worse. Things could be a lot worse. In the grand in the grand scheme of life and yeah, basketball. We, we could have to play the Lakers in the first time, but right now it's the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we're going to kick things off uh, with a just a recap of that loss to the Nuggets. Yes. Frustrating. And it's it's frustrating, uh, but there's some stuff to take away from it. So we're gonna talk what we liked and what we didn't like from that one. And then it's Monday, so we got the freshies for you. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk some updates on Surge and Bev. Yeah, um, they're close to returning. Yeah, it's nothing real concrete, but <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Ty Lu has brought up sort of the importance of sort of understanding what to do with both units. So we're gonna talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the rotations and sort of what we've seen there. And then, as always. A Luke Kennard progress report. Yes. Which, you know, we hope you love it as much as we do. Uh, and then in shavings, um, the day that you're listening to this uh, is, well, it's my birthday. It's the day after Paul George's birthday. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. And then, you know, just whatever else is kicking around the old shavings drawer. So all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to the Clippers vs. Nuggets recap. Whew, yeah, that was, um, you know. It was a deflating game. Yeah. I mean, the goal was to hold the, the Nuggets sub-110. We we failed to do that. We failed to come away with the dub. Yes, it was 110-104. Only a six-point loss, but didn't feel like a six-point loss. So I guess the thing that's kind of irksome is that, like, this wasn't a game that fell ever fully out of reach. Because you know? we started strong. The Clippers were up. We had a 10-point lead. Yep, yeah. Very early in this game, and... Tyloo talked about kind of how starting slow had been an issue, and it looked like the Clippers maybe gotten over that. But then we did not allow the Nuggets to put up 40 in the first. That is so. good. I mean, you know, the, we're going to talk about what we didn't like, but the defense just, there's a ways to go. Yeah. There's a ways to go. Um, let's talk about what we liked. The outside shooting was, for the most part, there in this game. 41% clip. Yep. You're yeah. usually going to get it done with that. Reggie went three for seven. PG, three for eight. Um, guys are getting good shots. Boogie managed to get a couple to fall late to make this a really interesting game. I mean, he had, you know, offensively a pretty impactful game, which I would say is a plus, uh, uh, you know, For plus sure. takeaway from this. Definitely. Um, you know, we're still very desperately awaiting the return of Surge. Uh, <laughs> Dude, and I'm that, so tired of these batters. <laughs> and, and I mean, it transforms things quite a bit. But, you know, in this one, we only saw... I mean, seven Patterson minutes total. Oof, and they were bad. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was tied for like a second team worst plus minus. Yeah. Second worst. Um, but, you know, it. the shooting for the Clippers wasn't great, you know? Like yeah, because for this year's Clippers. 41%. I still can't believe that we're talking about that being like an okay shooting performance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the attempts were there. The guys who struggled... Uh, you know, Morris, it would have been huge for him to have, um, you know, yeah. a somewhat more impactful game. But, you know, overall, the, we, we did get the shots. 
uh, and we were generating open looks. I mean, 21 assists on 36 made field goals. Like it, yeah. Uh, you know, we were moving the ball. We were doing what we were supposed to be doing. Uh, Kawhi very much looks... He looked good. He, he looked good, yeah. but still not all the way there. For or, sure. And, and part of that, right, is just the usage of him, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to kind of stagger that in a little bit. 12 field goal attempts was, I thought, he shot 58% from the field. He had 12 field goal attempts, which I thought was low. Yes. He had 16, 5, and 6. The passing was on point. In terms of, you know, if you were for looking for Kawhi things, he looked great in this return. This is kind of all we wanted to see. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, um, definitely. Let's get into what we didn't like. Like I said, yes. this, was, this, is, <laughs> this is just a deflating loss. We couldn't take advantage of not turning the ball over and shooting 41% from three. We had eight turnovers this whole game, I'm pretty sure. Um Another it's big be issue. One of the lowest. Sorry, six turnovers this whole game. Yeah, and great. And you, you just like it's so frustrating that you don't win a game where you only turn the ball over six times. Yeah, I, I mean, I think one area where we struggled, I mean, was in the kind of restricted area. We only shot like sixty percent as a team, which is below league average. Just fifteen of twenty-five attempts. PG went right? two for thirteen from not three-point range. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, so I, I think that that kind of, it's almost like everything else almost offensively was a little bit off. Yeah. Um, there, I think the big thing was just, I, I mean, and I know that part of this is Ty Lue trying to just figure things out and kind of throw things at the wall. Um, we just saw some rotations that, especially late in this game, didn't give me the confidence that we were really going for this win with any sort of gusto. Yeah, that's a great call to open look like. We couldn't win the non-Jokic minutes. No. Which is a loss for the Nuggets every single time for the most part. Yeah, well, like in Rivers didn't even really go off or anything. Like, you know, it wasn't, I mean, Jamichael Green had a good game, you know, like, but it wasn't, you know, like massive. It it wasn't massive or anything, you know? Yeah. Um, Jokic killed us. He had 13, 14, and seven, or 30, 14, and seven. Oh, yeah. And Porter was great. But like their bench, it wasn't like their bench, like had a game where they really dumped on us or anything. Yeah, they only had one guy in double digits off the bench. It was Paul Millsat. 10 points um yeah it didn't feel i just yeah i mean it was only a six point game right so box score wise you're like hey this was very competitive it's a good game but from the beginning it was kind of clear that the defense it just like there was some misrotations like we're we're still behind we're still behind and i know that it was kind of tyloo's approach to not double up Jokic to sort of you know, limit some of his God, his assists. So good last night. Um, so frustrating. It it wasn't that successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Still at seven. Um, I mean, Patterson and Boogie, Boogie, great offensively, like we talked about. Yes, but just, yeah. just he's who. What's he's the target on defense. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. He, you have to have him shoot as well as he did to have it make up for the defense yeah patterson only played like we said patterson only played seven minutes he was o of two he was minus 11 like these were detrimental minutes yeah to the clippers yeah um we just need surge back like mook and zoo didn't help on the offensive end no not at all uh zoo was trying to do with Jokic, so like kind of there's a pass there i guess kind of yeah, I mean, he still did have seven boards. He yeah. did only have, like, three field goal attempts. He did most of his damage from the free throw line Yeah, um, where he was four of six. So he was, like, fairly efficient. Um, but, yeah, not not great offensive um, outputs from either of these guys. And, 
yeah, I, I don't know. There, there were some things, too, like not to make excuses, but I, I thought there was some kind of goofy refing stuff a little bit late. Yeah, refs uh, were weird. Like most notably on a continuation on a three for the Clippers where it was called not in the act of shooting. Yeah. Um, Jokic got that insane goal. Which would have been a huge like four point you yeah. know, turn for the Clippers. Um, so, it, you know, it's difficult. It, this one was is, was... I guess the the worst thing about this game is it's just it was a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. It was a really hard pill to swallow. It came these two losses have come after a great stretch of play where we kind of talked about how we were lucky to play that well given all the injuries and stuff like that. Not yeah, that, you know PG carried the team. Yeah, during that stretch. So now hopefully Kawhi looked good. That's a good takeaway from this game. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can start shouldering some of this, but. We're going to talk about it in the next segment, but it's a phrase we said a bunch last season. But the runway is getting shorter. The runway is getting the runway's shorter. disappearing for this team to get the defense ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're they're really going to have to have a strong showing over these these last this last stretch of games. Final seven coming up. Um, coming up after this break, we're going to be talking the freshies as well as the Luke Kennard progress report. But first, hey, you're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests. Excuse me, 130 uh, skills tests. And add your own. Might be a fun time. Then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. Skills test, which is a pretty crazy thing, on average reduce hiring time by 27%. Pretty good efficiency there from Indeed. Yeah, it's good to know that your candidate is ready to go. Ready to go. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid for June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so we're back and we're talking the freshies, uh, which is where we talk about guys new to the squad. Yeah. Um, or who haven't been on the squad <laughs> for a while. Or haven't been for a while, <laughs> so they're essentially new. Uh, and as always, a Luke Kennard progress report. So let's let's kick things off talking about, uh, especially after that loss in Denver, and as we talk about the shortening runway, two yes. very important pieces returning to the lineup. Of course, Serge and Patrick Beverly. So Tyloo said that Serge Ibaka has been playing some three-on-three. Uh, and Love that it. Beverly seems to be progressing faster, perhaps, than they had thought. Yeah. Uh, if he keeps progressing the way he has, we should see him over the next couple of games. That is Patrick Beverly. Still no really firm timeline on Serge's return. Should I be worried that they've given us an update on Serge going three on three when the last update was four on four? I, I think does said, that matter. I, at all? I, I believe it. This this <laughs> quote was mixed. I believe. Okay, it said cool. Because for a second, I was like, "Well, we're downgrading the amount of guys he's going." <laughs> um, no, this cannot come soon enough. This is, I think, as fans, we've all been trying to deal with this. Yeah, just dealing with these Patrick Patterson minutes and stuff like that. Yes, and I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what the solution is. I'm not like pretending that this is Ty Lue's fault in any way. Surge is hurt, right? Like yeah. this isn't. We can't do anything else. But so much of what we've had to do has been, you know, based around kind of cobbling stuff together. Yes. Um, from a lineup missing, you know, significant contributors, and, Ooh, and the I'm so thing, I'm burnt out on that. 
The thing that, you know, like, I, I don't want to get too down on this Denver loss because, you know, it's we, we still, you know, we have the Lakers on the schedule. But other than that, we have a fairly soft schedule. Yes. Uh, we play the Raptors twice. We play the Rockets. Dude, uh, I also play the Thunder. I missed what the hell happened with that Thunder score line. The other night, what yeah. the hell was that? That was insane, dude. I felt like a computer was broken looking at the box score. Um, but you know, so it's it's not like we need to be like too overly concerned with seeding. Um, I would still prefer to move up into that three, which is still possible given the amount of games. Yes, yeah, Nuggets have what eight games left. We have yeah. seven. They have a rough stretch. They yes. go like Jazz, Lakers. Um, I think they play the Knicks a couple times. Yeah, so it's there. But I think the thing that does start to get a little bit scarier for me is just, you know, we've seen Ty play with the lineups. We have confidence in him doing it. But, you know, without time to do it pre-playoffs, it it gets a little bit more worrisome having to really, you know, adjust those things on the fly in the highest stakes games. With a guy who's coming back from injury, Serge and Bev, like... Here's an idea. What's up? Cut this three, three on three, four on four business, five on one on on, on, on surge. Get, get them ready. You know, <laughs> get those defensive rotations ready. Speaking of these next seven games, Ty Lue said after the game against the Nuggets, these next seven games, we've got to get our rotations down and understand what we're trying to do with both units. This doesn't feel good. No. And this isn't, again, this isn't a knock on Ty Lue. This is just the circumstances. This just doesn't have in shades the last year. Of I'm happy we don't talk and more. I'm happy we don't talk as much this year about how many guys aren't practicing, but it's clear we're not getting super full. I mean, we know that just because of Bev and Serge being out. Like this just feels a little bit like Dejan Vu. It just feels a little of the same concerns of we're not gonna have enough time to get ready. I know every team's dealing with health, but like, and part of it is because you know I'm a little shocked from last year still with Doc making or not making certain adjustments. Um. Yeah, I just I want these next seven games to go well. I want us to go five and two so bad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's almost shades of that eighteen nineteen season two wherein we had like an incredible stretch of play and then had a terrible final yeah. month to sort of close out the season. Yeah. But you know, there's still But we got a lot more talent this year, which is good. A lot more talent and still <clears throat> I don't think we'll you know, like lose out in that same way. No, no way. Um, and are we going to have another like Zoo should have played more postseason? So it's difficult to gauge right now, just given the center rotations. Um, you know, he he only played twenty four minutes. He was and he went away from him late. Yeah, I think it was Boogie having the hot hand, but like, dude, like Boogie having a hot hand just means he's a net neutral. I yeah I I agree I mean you know we've talked about this any number of times on this show but the clutch time issues or whatever for me I mean yeah sure there there have been some some offensive struggles um, but to me that's not the thing you can control as well as yeah just putting out you know your your best defensive someone lineup you know who's good at in, defense yeah in in closing minutes. Um, so yeah, it, it would have been nice to see him maybe go to that a little bit earlier in the fourth, but I, I don't know, man. The feeling was because Serge like needs time, so he's gonna get a bunch of time. Yeah, the feeling in this game though was like that maybe we weren't taking this matchup super seriously. Yes. Yeah, um, I mean we played everybody but Yogi and Arturu. Yeah. 
Um, they played, you know, just, yeah, back in that, that Nuggets game, I mean, Michael Porter Jr., 36 minutes, Jokic, 33. Like, they were getting a pretty kind of playoff-ish minutes. Right? Ish, yeah. But Zoo, like, we don't even know what his playoff minutes are going to look like. Like, we have no idea what the center rotation really kind of looks like. I mean, a lot of that will be determined by the matchup, for sure, since it's Ty Lue we're talking about. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's just coughing up kind of a winnable game, especially in, you know, what to me is a pretty high stakes kind of scenario. It's huge. Um, yeah, is is a little bit is a little bit concerning. Yes. Um don't think the team cares too much about seeding from Ty Lu's perspective. Yeah. Doesn't no. seem like it. Zoo had a really candid thing the other day, I think in the pregame talked about how he looks at the standings every day. Yeah. Like he's like, I look at these every day. Of course. Um it's nice hearing like the honesty because most guys always feel like, no, you know, Next game, you're like, did you look at the standings? What are, <laughs> what are we first in the West? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, things are going great, as far as I'm concerned. Um, all right, we got a Luke Kennard progress report. Not a whole bunch to report. Um, went two or three versus the Suns. Also had three assists. That was some nice contributions. Yeah, good stuff. Five minutes in the Denver game, one assist, no field goal attempts. Should Luke have played more? Could have helped spacing out. Um, I thought that it was an interesting look when he was on the floor from a from a spacing perspective. Um, it he did seem maybe a little hesitant to shoot, I, and I think that that's kind of reflected in zero field goal attempts in that time when <laughs> yeah. you know Luke you know brings one very specific kind of skill set to the team. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Um, it I didn't see anything in the Denver game that like would reaffirm. Um me luke's you know sort of position Spot, in the, in, in the sure. playoff rotation yeah um but i think you know on on as far as this season is concerned that just might be what it is you know it's just yeah. this is kind of the year where as far as luke is concerned and his contract and money and everything you know it, it, we're still kind of playing with house money this season yep um so really we can't be disappointed with any outcome until you know <laughs> until the off season <laughs> when that opinion. extension kicks in 100 percent um i hope there's someone who only listens to our monday episodes just for the luke canard progress report yes That'd be tight um if you are that person please let us know <laughs> coming up we're gonna be talking a couple of birthdays in the clipper family but first gotta give a shout out to bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football might be over but the nba and the nhl are going strong and baseball I just lost money on the Oakland Athletics. Not a good time. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus using promo code LOCKEDON. One more time, use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts now. Uh, Will talk about these built bars? All right, so built bar is the best tasting protein bar They're on the fantastic. market. They're fantastic. So uh, and the new and improved built bar is even more delicious than before. It comes in eighteen amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors for those with allergies. The six new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, what? lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Mm. Labars are all covered in 100% chocolate, but even more importantly, they're soft and easy to chew. 
you don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to fight with your protein. No, you never want to do that. No, we've it's evolved a, past that point. It's the last thing that you need post-workout. <laughs> but Bill Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, they're low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, so they're great for the keto diet. And right now, we have a very special offer for our listeners. For a limited time, Built Bar is offering a free cooler with purchase. Wow. This is only while supplies last. Very limited drops, so you're going to want to go ahead and get on this. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, now that we've placed our bets and gotten built up, it's time for shavings. We're recording this on Paul George's birthday. Hey. Way to go, PG. Yeah. And your birthday is the day that these people will be listening to this. Yes. <laughs> Not as excited about yours as you are about <laughs> Paul George's. Um, both of you are 31. Both of you have accomplished basically the exact same things. Yep. Yeah, you know, neck and neck. Neck and neck. neck there's and still neck, time. Right? Yeah. There's still like 65 years for this rivalry, <laughs> this friendly <laughs> birthday weekend rivalry. To culminate, what would you and PG do a birthday theme? Like, what would your guys' birthday party theme be? Um, uh, maybe like a... I could see P, PG maybe being into like Back to the Future or something like that. Okay. Um, Are you into Back to the Future? Not especially. <laughs> um, but it is, you know, if Paul George is like, hey, do you want to throw a, a joint birthday party? You're like, yeah, what do you need for the theme? And he says, back to the future. It's hard to be like, no, Paul. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, that's a bad idea. I'd be like, yeah, dude, let's fucking listen to the power of love on a loop. You know? Put on a couple of flannels with a little, with a vest over top, a puffy vest. Yeah. A pair of Marty McFly's. That seems like a fun time. It's a pretty good time. Is this happening at your apartment? Or Maybe I would be place? Doc. I don't know. <laughs> Is this happening at your apartment or PG's place? Uh, you know, I don't want a PG to feel embarrassed, so we could do it at his place. You yeah, know? you for sure. Parking's <laughs> difficult downtown where you're at. Too. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, well, if you guys get something together this week, let me know. Yeah, it'd be a fun hang. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Again, we're recording this the day after the Clippers lost that game. I am. I just want the Clippers to destroy the Raptors. It'd be I want this good. game. I yeah. want to see the team come out so upset that they lost. Not that I don't think they don't do that already. Yeah. I mean, normally we have been returning very well uh, after losses. Um, yes. This is what? This is the only time in the season that we've hit a three-game skid. Yeah. Um, it's rough, but... You know, it's it's understandable given all the absences and then, you know, dealing with trying to get guys back into the lineup. Not just, you know, from a health clearance perspective, but, sure. you know, comfortable um, sort of in their in their roles and, and in their positions. And then, you know, we've we've added some players that have ended up being bigger contributors in Rondo and, and DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, you know, like another little wrench that you you have to deal with. Um, and I think in a way it's kind of good that we sort of end this um, end this season on a road stand because this team, in my opinion, has been very, very good on the road. Yeah. Um, and I think that it'll be a nice challenge to end out the season. Yeah. It's nice that it's on the road against like, quote unquote, lesser teams. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to being like, hey, you're facing the Nuggets, you're facing. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I mean, it, it gives us the nice ability to 
you know, still play everybody and work on ramping stuff up, yeah. but have a little bit of a, a leash or a little bit of a net to kind of still explore lineups. Um, yeah, because we have to. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, get you know the the very last steps of of the process or the foundation or whatever you want to call it in before um, we enter these playoffs. Yeah, we did. We didn't give uh, Rondo a nice shout out. In the we should have. Yeah, Rondo did great. I I like that he's our energy guy off the bench, but part of me is also like, oh, this is weird, and I'm trying not to think about why for some reason Rondo's. Who like do you want to be? Guy. I don't know. Someone younger. Like it's just, like just age wise, you're like, all right. So like we need this north south again from Rondo. Kind of weird, but I'll take it. I'm all for it. Fountain of Youth. Yes. Um, which you know it is your birthday, so might have to might have to drink from that a little bit. I got to drink from Rondo. Drink from the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever fountain Rondo's drinking from. You okay, yeah, I'll drink out of the same fountain. <laughs> Not going to like tap him like a maple no, tree or be, something. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> hey, let me have a couple sips of your blood. <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to... What's going on over there? Um, <laughs> oh, man. I want... I just want decimation on Tuesday against the Raptors. Yes. I want I want a big win. I want a comprehensive victory. Um, Tuesday's episode... We're gonna be previewing that Raptors versus Clippers games, which is just gonna be me shrieking really loud for five minutes. Um, Twitter Tuesday, so send those questions in to at Locked On Clips over on Twitter. They're always great. Thank you everybody for the questions. And of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipland, hopefully nothing other than updates on when P, uh, Pat Bev and Serge are back. Yes. I hope nothing else happens. I also hope everyone takes us off their power rankings. Get us off. Get us <laughs> That's off true. It really doomed us. We were number one, and then we just shit the bed. We lost. <laughs> Shout out to that motorcycle. And we lost the damn three seed. Oh, man. Anyway, where can these people tell their boss that they were listening to us instead of maybe paying attention to that meeting? Uh, tell your boss that they should also check us out on iTunes yeah, tell your or, boss to lighten up. or the podcast <laughs> app. Uh, we're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works hands-free. You know, it's the yeah. only way to be. Absolutely. Uh, as we mentioned up top, or we didn't this episode, we do come at you Monday <laughs> through Friday. We're moving a little slow today. It was uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. It was William the Opinion Uptake's birthday yesterday that we celebrated, so that was a fun time. Um I have been positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.